Okay, um, everyone is on lecture mode currently. I will be praying in shortly, and then we'll open up the call. Again, this is Philip Metzler, and I haven't facilitated in a while, so we'll see how it goes. And uh, Jennifer has asked us to uh, relook at our prayers. So um, I may be a little bit self-conscious when praying this morning, but that's okay. And I also have a new computer that's Wi-Fi only, so hopefully I won't have any issues with connectivity. So, um, okay, I'm going to begin with a prayer. Placing my hand on my heart, opening up in gratitude to the gifts of abundance from our Father, Mother, God, Creator, Source. Opening up and grateful for all the abundance of peace, joy, happiness, unity, forgiveness, all the gifts of God that come from within. From seeking the kingdom first within. And we're grateful for this community. We're grateful for our teacher and all teachers, seen and unseen, known and not heard. And we're willing to place and release all false beliefs, for it is in our thoughts alone and only our thoughts that, and choices that we make that any sort of separation or suffering can occur. So we're willing to let go and release all beliefs in separation, all beliefs in unworthiness, all beliefs that there's anything but love. And we're willing to share within this community and expand beyond the community the love we receive. For we are all one, and so it is. Amen. So, um, again, you know the routine. I'm going to put you in interactive mode, which means that uh, we can hear everything you have. So, please self-mute on your phone if you're not talking, not sharing. And um, by now, the, the reminder is for those that can't mute, don't have a mute button, to uh, star six to mute and star seven to unmute. And if you're trying to talk and you don't hear yourself, uh, I may have uh, muted you out, so start two to raise your hand. Okay, so you're in interactive mode. Let's all introduce ourselves and begin this community call. Hello, this is Rosalind from Seattle. Hi, this is Brennan from Richmond, Virginia. Hello, Brennan. Hi, this is Christy in Atlanta. Hi, this is Jen in Atlanta. Atlanta's contingent is here. <laughs> All right, anyone else would like to introduce themselves? Hi, it's Linda, uh, MLC3 in Erie, PA. 
and I'm sure people are joining as we go along. So, um, as you know, is your call. So, who would like to begin sharing? I know it's been a I know we didn't have flat, uh, mass, there was no mass living one class this week, but it's been an eventful week in the world as we see. And, uh, I for one, I'm grateful for my spiritual path, even though I don't have answers. Uh, I'm grateful that we have a community based on love and non-judgment. This is Jen in Atlanta. I am extremely, extremely grateful for everybody, for um, everybody's work, um, for everybody receiving everybody and sharing the benefits of our expansion. I mean, the way people are just, I'm just, I don't know, I'm blown away. So um, very grateful to be a part of this group and Every day that I know you all, I, I, when I don't think it could be possible to be any more grateful to know everybody in this group, I am, I am that much more grateful. So, um, wow, sending love and light to everybody. Thanks, Jen. Isabel, I'm going to put you on mute. So if you need to talk, raise your uh, start to raise your hand. I see some slight background. Again, I see a few people joining. Um, feel free to, to um, if you're just joined, to introduce yourself. Um, we're just waiting for people to start sharing. I know we didn't have a class this week, but um, maybe that's why there's some quiet right now. This is Brennan in Richmond. Can you all hear me okay? I'm sitting in front of a beautiful fountain, but I wasn't sure if it would. Yes, we can. Yep. So I have a testimony list. Um, last week on Sunday, it was my birthday. And um, my mom decided that she wanted to go to church with me. I go to this beautiful Unity Church here in Richmond. And her husband then decided he wanted to join, too. I'll usually go with them to honor them on Easter and their birthdays and Mother Day, Mother's Day. And so her husband, and, and he typically goes to a Pentecostal church. So you guys can imagine where my ego went. And 
so they come, and it was a beautiful service, and our minister is actually on vacation. So it was our licensed teacher, and she's in ministerial school. So, you know, want to be supportive of people growing and following that path. And we're walking out at the end, and I go to put up the hearing devices I had gotten for him. And I come back out, and he's talking to this beautiful woman who gave this incredible service. And he starts kind of going in to her because he didn't feel like it was focused on the right thing. And I'm sure you guys could all imagine where my ego went and just, oh, and, you know, you guys came to do this to honor me, and now you're not honoring my path. And I've been trying really hard to accept all, you know, even some religious aspects that I may not agree with. So, but um, I really felt like it touched my mom because it was a, a lot about self-worth. And and so um, I talked to my mom the next day. And, and my mom did then speak to um, Valerie, who had given the service, and told her it really touched her heart. And so I talked to my mom the next day, and she was just so upset and angry about this and, and kind of we talked through it a little bit, and, and I had been working on it myself, seeing it as a good learning opportunity. Well, the next day I'm at work, and I get a text from my mother, and I actually wrote it out so I could read it to you guys on the call, and I think we'll all remember feeling this way at some point. She said, I was miserable being pissed at Jack, but her husband hates that feeling. So I started listening to Course in Miracles podcast last night, and soon I was up and dancing and singing. I want to talk more about this later. Thanks so much for putting in my hand. Love you, Mom. Mm. And I didn't even remember that it's probably been over a year ago I put that on her phone. Mm. And since then, she's been listening to Jennifer. She's retired. She'll be 70 here in a few days. And she just has been listening to Jennifer over and over and over again. And it's just opened up this whole world for her and, I was talking to her on the phone later in the week. We talked pretty much every day, and um, she was going down the rabbit hole, and she said, wait a minute, that's like being mad at you for not telling me that the TVs were on sale. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, and it was she. <laughs> she, I mean, she has just been listening to them over and over and over again. And, you know, I, I got kind of self-focused on that when it happened. but really. That occurrence, which I saw in the moment as being a bad of occurrence, opened up this whole world to her. So it was just such a miracle, and it, it it was instant almost. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. Gorgeous, Brandon. Thank you so much. Well, thank you guys for being out there and, and holding the love and light. I think we're all doing this together. Uh-huh. I have a really super quick share. This is Jen in Atlanta. Um, I think, I, you know, I know I've been posting like crazy, um, and, and I will I will be starting my memoir soon um, <laughs> called Angels All Around Us, I promise. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I the, the latest thing that I posted was about um, you know, being willing and open to have a new experience. And so I 
allowed myself to go to this um, event where I was invited uh, to go and um, see how I can participate, see how I was going to be utilized. And uh, this, this is a woman who is very close friends with and a part of this community, but very close friends with some of the people who play small here who um, have, have tried to smear me um, as I try to get my business started. And so last night, you know, she came around to inviting me to be an acting coach to the actors here. And this morning when I showed up, um, I attempted doing just that. And uh, it was like I was immediately interrupted. She came into the room and started talking to the actors as a director. I tried to clarify for her, uh, you know, try to get clarification from her. And, uh, you know, anyway, the bottom line, it turns out, because she completely changed her tune, she did a total 180 and said that she didn't say what she had told me, you know, that she was going to let me do last night. She completely changed her tune. And uh, I started, um, I guess I felt a little bit of confidence, and at the same time I felt a little bit of fire and passion, and at the same time I was a little bit frustrated with her, disappointed in her, um, because I know that, you know, ego had gotten to her overnight, which is something I can't control, but I partnered up very quickly, and I realized that I had chosen wrong, and I had chosen wrong, and I know now I'm seeing the message clearly, more and more clearly every day that where I am surrounded, um, there's a lot of people who deliberately choose to play small, so they have the option they're presented um, periodically with the opportunity to think a little bit bigger, and then they clam up and they think small. And because of that, I just know while I'm able to work within the, the few people in this environment who are willing to go the distance, this is not my market. And this really, really affirms for me that my focus today needs to be on going home, doing my spiritual work. Um, doing whatever it is that I need to do to align myself with, with making the move out to Los Angeles uh, possible in, in as timely a manner as, as I'm able to get myself there. So it was, it, it, I'm, I'm like almost in tears right now because it's a really profound breakthrough for me and just wanted to say thank you. I'm so grateful for everybody, you know, everybody, everybody is amazing. So thank you, and, and that's my little breakthrough. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. You're welcome. There were a couple. This is Philip again. There were a couple of people that joined the call. I put on mute uh, a JL from Zurich, or I'm not sure CH and Tammy. So because of background noise, but so if you want to share, just raise your hand, and I'll unmute you. Start to. Hi, everybody. This is Lori from San Francisco, and I am so grateful for each and every one of you and all of our masterful living course and Jennifer 
for creating this and allowing this call for um, us to get to know each other. And um, I so appreciate all the shares and insights. And um, <clears throat> the, I'm, I've been having this thought that so um, Jennifer talks about and has a workshop called Stop Playing Small, though I haven't attended it yet. I saw an email from her where she has a blog, um, three-part series blog that she just sent the third part, which I didn't even see the, you know, so I want to look at the um, one through three. <laughs> um, but w what came to me was every single weekend, I like Friday night comes and then Saturday morning I wake up and I have like this to-do list, the things that I want to get done. And I find that I'm just tired and I want to just lounge around in bed all day, which I don't. But when I get moving, I'm not so clearly focused on my purpose, which my declaration for um, Masterful Living Course is the prayer in A Course in Miracles, I'm here only to be truly helpful. And I realize that I'm not being that for myself. And and though I have wants and desires, there seems to be a lack of motivation. And just before the call, like, okay, so I had this big grand idea that I was going to get up, take a shower, wash my hair, do a facial, um, at home facial, and be prepared and then go get all comfy in my bed, propped up looking at my beautiful view and listen to our call. Or I could go for a walk and take you guys with me along the coast, the Pacific Coast near San Francisco. And I'm like, none of that happened. <laughs> and so about um, 10 minutes before our call, I did hop in the shower and I did wash my hair. But before I did that activity, I thought, ah, and I know it's inspired by this looking forward to our call. I just know it. So thank you, guys. Um, I had this thought, oh, I'm going to, there's, um, in The Course in Miracles, it teaches make no decisions by yourself. And I think I'm calling upon the Holy Spirit, you know, this is what I want to do. Like, help me do it, you know, like, like, should I do this or should I do that? And so rather than being that, just simply know, because I know what to do and I wasn't doing it. So that was for, that's the whole thing. I know what I want. I know what to do and I'm not doing it. So um, my one inspirational thought that has, feels like my whole beingness has changed, um, transformed to being the light of the world, and that is, as I was shutting my bathroom door, getting ready, you know, preparing to, you know, my next step was to get in the shower, was, yes, I will call upon the Holy Spirit for my motivation. And, and like, like everything changed inside of me. Like, it's like being that yes for not worrying about, I know what to do and I'm not doing it. So stopping that, that like totally dissolved that, um, old habit, old thought habit. 
And I just had to pop on here, and I hope I wasn't too much of a stream of consciousness that you guys got my story. Bottom line is my motivation comes from listening to the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, for it is done. (laughs) Thanks for letting me share that. Thank you, Lori. That was beautiful. Lori, this is Rosalind. I just wanted to respond to what you were saying because um, I have often have that experience where I have to-do lists or I think I know what I'm supposed to do in the sense of what's going to take me to my wants or whatever. And I find that those, for me, those lists that come like even Friday for Saturday are usually from ego or they don't really have much to do with the moment. They're they're not Holy, for me, not Holy Spirit guided. Um, For me, Holy Spirit doesn't work in the future. Um, And those ideas, you know, they they come because because one, one has an ego, one has a mind, and so one thinks. But for me to not pay that much attention and put it in the category of, oh, this is what my mind thinks I should do. Let me check in in present time with Holy Spirit. Where would you have me go? What would you have me say? What would you have me think? What would you have me do? That always feels right to my heart. And just just to where you came to this morning, so I say right on for you and right on for the reminder um, to check in because as since we don't know what anything is for, we don't know where we're supposed to be. Um, we can't help thinking about it, but um, I like putting this with Jen's comment too because you do get a bigger guidance of where you're supposed to be uh, like she does for California. And then in the moment, you're told what to do today. So that's my response. And thank you for reminding me. This is Lori again. Thank you so much, Rosalind, for sharing your insights. I, Because it just more solidified my commitment and decision to turn everything over to the Holy Spirit. And it is in the moment because the, I realized from your share that the reason why I felt so light is the to-do list dissolved also. Yeah. <laughs> Those lists are, you know... From on, they're usually not from on high. Hi guys, this is Christy in Atlanta. And um, I just wanted to comment on one thing and then share about one other just sort of broad topic that I would love to hear what you guys think about. First is that, um, Jen, when you were talking about how this woman did the the, um, 180 on the acting coach business, you know, where she said, yeah, come on in, you're going to be the acting coach, and then, you know, she, she flipped story I was thinking about um, how that you know you 
felt a little bit of resistance come up and then you just let it go. Like you just are letting these things come up for healing. Like just, I've used this metaphor before, but like bubbles. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, not going to get triggered. Holy Spirit, take it, heal it. And it occurred to me that you're in the most like profoundly healing place, even though it feels like, what in the heck is happening here? And um, then as you were talking, I, I realized that for myself, every time I have some kind of disturbance or ripple effect or something doesn't go my way or someone acts in a way that I perceive as being wrong or bad or, or whatever, um, I'm just trying to wrap my head around it as as I return to A Course in Miracles and some of these spiritual principles about the idea that is this is this all happening within ourselves, right? So the people that I'm encountering throughout my week that, you know, I would just the normal parlance that I would say is, oh, that's driving me bonkers, right? Or even all the violence that we're seeing out there, and we could take this from the micro to the macro, but you guys understand what I'm saying. And you know where it, you know so so what pure water is being poured in so that the dirt and the sediment can get stirred up and then flushed out um and i had a moment of despair this week thinking how much pure water has to be poured in before the sediment before the stream runs clear here because it seems that what i'm seeing whether the world is illusory or a projection it's just becoming <laughs> in my mind, more chaotic. People are becoming more obstinate, resistant, difficult, sometimes dangerous. And so I'm really turning that over and saying to Holy Spirit, you know what, I'm not going to judge this. Like I, I felt myself triggered with disappointment and anger when when Jen said, yeah, then the woman did a, a 180. And I was like, man, why would she do that? That's ridiculous. Shame on her. You know, why would she, why would she try to come in and mess with Jen's class? And then I thought, stop. And, you know, I feel those same triggers when I see things on Facebook or the news, like the horror or the anger or or the emotion comes up. And so I'm really working on um, something that I think Jennifer teaches us, which is, you know what, I, I don't know what anything is for. I have no idea what this is all about. I don't know if it's coming from within me and I'm projecting outwards. I don't know if this is collective consciousness, mass consciousness. But I'm interested to know, you know, kind of taking that lighthearted, curious, like, hmm, attitude towards it. So that's the first thing that happened. And so I woke up this morning completely committed to my new way of looking at the world and then instantly got triggered on this call, like upset with the woman that's messing with Jen. And then I thought, again, it's all coming up for my healing. All of this is coming up for my healing every time I want to judge someone for doing something or or not doing anything. That's the other thing that's happening is that we're seeing with the, the shootings, people are angry that it's happening, and people are also angry that other people aren't doing anything. So it's, it has felt like a, um, a lose-lose from, from my perspective in terms of communication. And at the same time, I'm trying to wrap my head around and ask for understanding, is any of this really happening? Like how how woo woo is that, right? Like is is it just all a huge illusion? So 
just wanted to talk about that resistance piece. I'm in, I'm finding myself like a ping pong ball at the mercy of my own, no, not ping pong, but pinball. I feel like a pinball and I, I'm getting flipped by these levers, right? These, um, old habits of thinking triggers. And, and I don't always feel in control of my judgments, my opinions, my rants, my upset. I have never once in my life felt the kind of fear and anguish that has come up this year. Like I haven't lived through a war per se. I wasn't part of any of the generations that dealt with um, the depression or, and so I feel like, yeah, some, some bad things happened before 9-11. I'm talking about for my generation. But it, I've, I feel like we're in this spiral, and I'm trying not to, a downward spiral, I'm trying not to judge it and, and get triggered, and at the same time, constantly ask Holy Spirit, what is that about? Show me what that's about. And then looking for answers in A Course in Miracles or in these calls, trying to find some kind of solace in um, in what feels like a lot of upset and discord. Um, and then the other thing I was going to say was, you know, there's big emphasis in the metaphysical community not to look at what you don't want. Like, don't focus on what you don't want. So I sometimes feel like guilty for not looking at the news, not reading the paper, not going to CNN.com. Um, because I don't want to put my focus there. I don't want to think about what people are doing from the micro to the macro. Um, but at the same time, my being in, in ignorance in a sealed off hermetic little bubble, um, is that actually healing? Is that actually, should I be looking at the situations and listening and then as I heal my own judgments and send love and light to the situation and try to recognize that it's all an illusion, is that the, the, um, the path that I should be um, maxing out? Should I be putting more muscle into that? So that's just my thoughts for today. If anybody wants to comment on that, I'd love to hear your opinion or your thoughts. Thank you. Hi, this is Lori from San Francisco. I'm sorry I didn't get your name. Hey, Lori, it's Christy. Hi, Christy. Thank you so much for your share. Um, I can pretty much relate to almost everything you said, especially having thoughts of feeling guilty that I'm not looking at the news, I'm not looking at the Facebook things, I'm not, you know, and I um, found a Facebook um, page called, um, well, you know, Facebook has, and Google and all of it, you know, provides you information that you that might relate to what you're interested in. So all these Course in Miracles Facebook groups have been coming to my, try this group, try that group. And I found this one um, that actually someone recommended called Oneness through Course in Miracles or something like that. And the, the creator of the page is David Fishman. F-I-S-H-M-A-N, David Fishman. And um, I was looking at that this, earlier this morning, and there was this man who called, called him, well, 
he's a funny guy. Something the the weed happy hippie doctor <laughs> or something, and he was playing a Bob Dylan song. You know, um, how many times was I done? The answer is blowing in the wind. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have heard that song. Well, um, and I I just watched the whole thing, and basically his message was what many um, wise people have said, and, and Gandhi maybe said it the simplest, be the change you want to see in the world. I think I'm quoting him correctly, but I think you guys know the quote. And so my biggest problem is, um, or, you know, can, like I, I have a housemate and she watches the news nearly 24-7. She goes to sleep with the TV on and the news is running. And she's like, did you see this? Did you see that? Did you, you know, and I'm just like, I don't want to engage in that conversation, but I don't, also don't want to diss her for doing that. Um, and so through your share, what I got, Christy, is I get to be the light of the world. If that will help change the world, and that's what I can do. And and with my housemate, I've been here, I'm living with her since April 3rd, and she knows I'm in, in a year-long course you know, I told her the name Masterful Living Course and I told her, you know, a tiny bit about it. Um, mostly that thinking with God versus thinking with the ego and that's not exactly what I said to her, but we have two minds and, and so periodically it's been actually since April twice she's asked me, Oh, how's your course going? So that inspires me to be love and to not judge and to send holy love and light to all of it and a lot of what I've been reading through um, people who are committed to A Course in Miracles and walk, you know, living um, what Jennifer says, living in the love and walking the talk and um, I have more more commitment now through your share to ask the Holy Spirit. And again, I'm here only to be truly helpful. You know, what do you want me to do? Who do you want me to you know, what do you want me to say and to whom? So thank you, Christy. I, I don't know if what I got from your share is helping you in any way, but your share certainly helped me get more clear on what I can do. Thank you. Thank you. Christy and Lori, this is Roslyn. I'd like to thank you both and add to that, um, based on Christy's talk, um, the, the Course in Miracles really tells us over and over again that there are no degrees that we want to make it, oh, this is just a little frustration, so it's not anger, and anger is not, you know, not rage. And so we set ourselves apart when we're frustrated um, from the from the killer who gets a gun, and I understand in the play world it's uh, this um, world of illusion. There is a difference between getting a gun and killing someone. But for me, what helps is to really take that to heart that there are no differences. So when I'm judging somebody, whether it's the person who was quote playing small 
and changed her mind or whatever she did or a bully or whatever whatever word I want to use um, when I'm judging someone, it's no different. And so if I take that as take that in, so yes, like Lori said, try my very best to own that I am the light, not just be the light, but I have to own it first that I am the light, which is definitely in our work to to truly feel that way. And when I when I am when I am when I know I am the light, then I'm not judging. I'm only judging when that when at that millisecond I feel I'm not the light. And so owning back my projections, seeing the whole world as me helps me to get a handle on what feels so out of control like like Christy was so beautifully describing. Um, when I come back to, okay, that's me, that's me, that's me. And if there are no degrees, then there's nothing that's not me. And then I can turn that over to Holy Spirit. Take away my anger. Take away my lack of forgiveness. Help me to forgive what I don't understand, and so on. So, that you know, Christy, what you describe, I think, speaks for everyone, that we're until we have that full enlightenment, we do feel like, I, I remember you saying ping pong ball, but the other ball was even more accurate, the levers pushing us around. But what centers me is to come back to this full responsibility because I don't see it as blame. I do see it as responsibility and that difference between, okay, I'm responsible for the world I see because it's my perceptions. So that's my take on it. And I found what both of you said to be very helpful and very centering for me. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, and I just, I need to put it on a post-it note. Everywhere I go to do the Ho'oponopono, because what you said about taking responsibility Mm-hmm. There you as go. A spirit, as spirit, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's that felt really resonant for me. Thanks for that reminder. Yeah, thank you. And that's why he did such major changes in his little world of that psychiatric ward because he took full responsibility, and it's so yeah. it's so mind-boggling. Each time I come back to what he actually did with what you're saying, yeah. full responsibility. Right. Right. And I feel like we're in a psych ward. I mm-hmm. do. I feel we like are. I'm walking the halls <laughs> of one. So that's a perfect perfect analogy. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna write write that and remind myself that as I take responsibility for the for being the light and for for the healing, that's gonna help me so much with this feeling of helplessness that like where I do feel like the pinball. So awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And, you know, um, at the Course in Miracles conference that they had in New York, I guess it was the one before this one, um, David Hoffmeister kept saying, no exceptions. And that was the biggest thing that I took away from that conference because we give ourselves these little outs. Oh, it's just that bully or it's just this, you know, I get to be angry at just this person who cut, cut me off on the highway or whatever our little exceptions are. 
No exceptions. No exceptions. No yeah, exceptions. Yeah, so true. And I do. I mean, I create those hierarchies of irritation. You know, I say, well, yeah, and you're right, you know, you know, the grievance or the anger. Um, and also the healing power of the miracle. There's no level difficulty with a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. So, right, and that's the other thing is that yeah. reminding yeah. myself that the miracle yeah. can heal massacres and unrest and yeah. and violence and bullying as easily on that scale as it can heal my judgment of yeah. what some woman did in, in, in Jen's class. Or I woke up this morning and saw that yesterday um, a lot of people in Atlanta where, where I live took to the freeways. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that, but they were all standing on the freeway protesting. I think a lot of them were from organizations like the NAACP, Black Lives Matter, and they were kind of congregating at a major junction on two very busy freeways, and it was dangerous, but it was peaceful. And I thought, you know, I'm reading the comments of other people judging them for having peaceful protests because of the place they picked it. And it was just interesting because I created in my mind um, immediate demarcation of, oh, great. You know, like I was just kind of, thinking, now what? Now what are we going to do? And not, not enabling the, the miracle. I, I just saw it as yet another brick in the wall that has uh-huh. to be dealt with now. Uh-huh. Instead of thinking, you know what? Mir- miracle can take care of anything. I don't care how catastrophic or annoying it seems to my ego. Uh-huh. I'm responsible, and the miracle can take care of it. So great. Thank you for yeah. that. Yeah. And like you say, there's no order of difficulty in miracles. And and forgetting that can make us feel overwhelmed and feel like these things are too big in the world. But like you say, remembering that and taking responsibility for our pictures, I mean, it's everything. And knowing that we're the light. Can't be it without knowing it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. This is Linda. I don't normally share on your call because I'm uh, in MLC3, but um, the thought that keeps popping up in my mind is we're talking about um, all of this with the, the violence that's been going on and the judgments that are coming up um, in our minds about others is how I keep seeing it as a reflection of how we are judging and treating ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the more that we can release the judgments of ourselves and treat ourselves with the love and respect and the kindness that a divine child of God deserves, the more that that will dissipate mm-hmm. and the sediment will be gone. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That healing starts from within. There's only one, There, right? 
And mm-hmm. that's the part, though, that I continually wrestle with. Um, you know, like, well, if there's only one, what does that make me? A, a crazy <laughs> a, a blob, you know, <laughs> like, I just, and so that's why I think I started my share today with the idea that um, um, turning it over to the Holy Spirit and asking Holy Spirit, what does this mean? What is this about? What, I, I've, but not in, like, I can already tell it's creeping into my voice right now, like in a demanding way, but more in a gentle way, like, like Jennifer says, I'm interested, like a curious, um, head-scratching kind of um, request for interpretation and enlightenment around around the issue. So thank you for that. Someone, not to break up this discussion, but I wanted to put in here that uh, Ann Master wrote in. Under question and answers, um, I have been unable to do Facebook for two weeks, so I have a couple of breakthroughs, one of which I want to share here. For seven months, I have been struggling with getting two dental implants, one expensive and expensive surgery that frankly terrified me. I finally made the decision weeks ago and had it yesterday. In the week leading up to it, one, so many people told me that they had these ages ago and they worked fine. Two, at a new meeting of mindfulness students a week ago, I told a woman I would not be there yesterday because of this surgery. One woman instantly piped up. I've had five. Isn't it a miracle that we can get a new, a new teeth at age 70? Wow. Speak of breakthrough. Never once in seven months had I chosen to see this as a blessing. Secondly, in this regard, my daughter, who was on vacation in Tennessee and so could not be with me during this pre-post-surgery experience, changed her plan the last minute and drove down to Georgia and was with me. She played musical mantras for me, hugged me, let me cry, was even with me in the surgery along with my husband until I went under. Two beautiful miracles. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I love them. Beautiful. Philip, who was that that, that wrote? Um, Anne Mathers, what's showing up, M-A-T-H-E-R. Thank you. That's great. Thank you, Anne. Also, a couple of people I had muted. You're still muted, so if you want to talk, remember to start to raise your hand.
we do have time for more sharing before we uh, go to prayer requests and close out. So. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Carl. Hello. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. This is my, yeah. My, my phone. Sometimes my phone goes in the mute, and it, it. So I don't know. So I saw that. I just felt this big welling in my heart. Um, I'm just so grateful that for over fifty some years. I thought the world was one way, the way I was taught, the way that most of the world perceives it. And I am so grateful that I get to see now that it's not. And maybe I need to learn every day and be reminded every day by by all this stuff, these classes. And Jennifer, I probably listened to her a thousand times and probably only have to remember a million, but whatever it is, it doesn't matter. I'm just so grateful that this, that I brought this to me. I, I, I'm taking responsibility for that. There's the ego, but also I want to, I'm willing, I'm allowing myself to really feel uh, it's words I can't describe it really, but so much gratitude and gratefulness that there's so much there's so much more than I ever envisioned is possible in this world. And in myself, most of all, I never thought that that were that could be possible. I thought they just had to survive, and everything's happened to me, and and I get to see so much more. Hmm. I just want to share that. It's just bringing tears to my eyes. It's so so much. And so grateful for even all this healing that's coming up for everybody. These challenges. So beautiful because I used to see it as, as other than that. And I, I still do sometimes. I still give that the meaning to it. But I'm so grateful that I can come home to myself and see and see the beauty that I never saw. Me and tears are coming down, streaming down my face. It's just, and even that, even that is beautiful. 
it's all beautiful. So I just wanted to, I just, I, I don't know how long you stay in this moment, but I'm just appreciating this moment. Thank you for for being there and being helping me heal myself by being willing to heal yourself. Thank you. Thank you, Carla. Thanks, Carla, for bringing the heart back in. And Anne also shared, again, uh, regarding the ongoing calls about the news and talk of invading our life without talk of invading our life and how to avoid it. She quotes, peace is in Peace is every step, which Jennifer recommended earlier in this house. It's a book of everyday meditation. One concerns changing the subject with people who bring up these types of issues over dinner, which he views as a very sacred time. This is Lori from San Francisco. I just wanted to thank everyone. Second, that um, message that Phyllis just read. I am so grateful for such a rich conversation and um, reminders for me. Responsibility for everything I see and and a reminder to practice the Ho'oponopono. And I love the reminder of the story. That as I love myself and forgive myself, the world is healed. Thank you. As the Course in Miracles says, as I heal, others heal as well. Does anyone have any last-minute uh, uh, quick shares and or prayer requests before we get ready to uh, come to the... We have a couple more minutes left, so... Um, Tammy, you're... Uh, yes, you're unmuted. 
Tammy, can you hear? Hi there. Um, Hello. Tammy from Oklahoma City. Sorry I got in late. I'm actually at work, and um, it's been real slow because I work in the garden center, and um, so I thought I'd listen in today, and I just want to thank everybody for their shares and their transparency. And I'm right there with you guys and love you and uh, prayers for, you know, just clarity, uh, peace be the peace that I want to see um, in my own thoughts. All this stuff that's come up, I've really examined my own thoughts and found out that, you know, maybe I have, well, not maybe, I have some improvements to do there with my own thoughts, and that's what I'm going to do. I don't listen to the TV or news either. I hear what's going on, and I try to make it my thought that, know that everything is for our good and our learning. I don't know what this is for, and God help me be that that true person that I that I am, and so that that's all I want to say. And thank you, and love you guys. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, Tammy. Thank you, Danny. Thanks, Tammy. We love you too. Any other uh, prayer requests before I close out? Um, this is Jen. Uh, prayers for my um, miracles that are mine, the gifts, the divine gifts that are mine to receive, um, including the prosperity as well as the ability to walk again without a brace. Um, are, those are big prayers for me right now that I'm working on because I believe that those are the two things that are holding me back from uh, from living my my big life from going big. Okay, thank you. Well, I'm going to put everyone on lecture mode. I'm going to read. Uh, before I pray out, just a quote from A Course in Miracles, and then from quick uh, affirmation from the willingness statements that Jennifer sent, and then I'll pray out. From A Course in Miracles, I am responsible for what I see, I choose the feelings I experience, and I decide upon the goal I would achieve. And everything that seems to happen to me, I ask for and receive as I have asked. And as a, as a theme that was going on today, um, claiming what we are. Um, I am a child of the light. I love the light. I serve the light. I live in the light. I am protected, illumined, supplied, and sustained by the light. I bless the light. So take putting our hands in our heart deep gratitude for the truth within, the peace, as Tandy beautifully stated, be the peace we want to see. Grateful for this community, our teacher that has provided this space for this community of healing, of growth, of sharing, 
of miracles. Um, we're willing to see differently than what appears to be occurring in the world. We're willing, what's coming up is coming up for our whole own healing. And we're willing to be responsible. We're willing to let go of all of the beliefs within ourselves. We're willing to release the log within our own eyes instead of pointing out the speck in others. And so we ask that to know that the gifts of divinity are ours. We open up to the truth that they are already ours and we are opening up to the awareness of what we already have. And we're willing to just share all these gifts of peace, joy, happiness with everyone we meet. And if it's a call for love, we're willing to see it as a call for love and respond with love. And so it is. Amen. Thank you, everyone. Thank Have you, Phil. Great, great job. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everyone. I'm so grateful. Have a wonderful weekend. You too.